When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Relationship Doctor Podcast. I'm Dr. Rachel Vanderbilt, and I'm providing advice backed by relationship science research to help make your relationships healthier and happier. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about gift giving in your romantic relationships as we approach the gift giving season. I'm a really bad gift giver. My husband and I both struggle to identify good gifts for one another and inevitably wind up having the so what do you want for a gift this year conversation before every birthday or holiday? And it's not that we don't know what the other one likes or what things each of us might enjoy receiving. It's just that when we have a need for something, we buy it for ourselves. For me, I want to get my husband something that he's going to use, something functional for him and not something that's just going to become clutter. On the opposite end of the spectrum is my dad. He believes that a great gift is something that the gifty wouldn't buy for themselves. It should be something that isn't necessarily need-based, but rather is something fun or exciting that will bring them joy. During the holiday season, gift-giving is a common and expected behavior, both within and outside of our romantic relationships. We may feel a lot of pressure and stress to find the perfect gift for our partners, friends, or family. But why do we do this? I want to start the research section of this episode by acknowledging that evolutionary biology can come across as somewhat gross. It often takes a heteronormative approach to understanding the biological drives associated with certain behaviors in romantic relationships and also removes cultural and societal context from consideration. In addition, it doesn't consider the classist implications of some of the economic values placed on the partner selection process. This means that some of the content we'll be reviewing may come across as somewhat unnuanced and may not resonate with your lived experiences. That being said, Gift-giving is one way to build and maintain our close relationships. Some theoretical perspectives suggest that we've evolved to engage in the practice of gift-giving from a biological imperative. Some of the earliest forms of gift-giving stem from the practice of food-sharing, where one person provides some of their bounty to their family members. Other theorizing on this subject considers that gift-giving may have been driven by courtship behaviors, whereby one partner, typically male, would attempt to woo the other partner with an offering of some kind to encourage mating behaviors. Research on the motives for providing gifts in romantic relationships often finds that men have relational or tactical motives for giving gifts to their partners. Although it is commonly considered something that women participate in more, 
evolutionarily, men are the ones who are biologically driven to give gifts. Sometimes they want to set themselves apart from the alternatives available to the people they're dating. Sometimes they want to prove that they're generous and willing to give to their partner. Other times they use gifts as a seduction technique. Evolutionarily, women have a preference for men who are able to provide for them or contribute most effectively to the family unit. So, by presenting a gift to their partner, men are displaying both their ability and tendency to provide for and care for their partner and family and to potentially display that they could do so better than others can. So, does what you give your partner matter? Well, yeah, it sort of does matter. One study examined the effects of receiving a bad gift on how people viewed their similarity to their partner and the future of the relationship. When men receive a bad gift from their new romantic partner, they view their partner as less similar to them, which likely means they'll feel that their partner doesn't understand them. In addition, men who receive a bad gift will also have a more negative view on the future of the romantic relationship, which makes sense if their partner just doesn't get them. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Interestingly, in that same study, women who received a bad gift from their partner saw them as more similar, and whether they received a bad or good gift had no substantial impact on their relationship satisfaction. Now, if you're a woman listening to this, and I were to ask you whether a bad gift may actually improve your relationship with your partner, you'd probably say no. And in fact, when these same researchers asked their female participants outright about this, that's exactly what they were told. However, when presented with the hypothetical scenario in which they received a bad gift, women actually viewed their relationship as being in at least the same state it was before receiving that gift. That means a negligible impact, positive or negative. If you're in the early stages of your relationship, it's also not advised that you give super expensive or luxury gifts to your partner. One study found that women who received luxury gifts in their early stage relationship had less favorable opinions of those gifts than in more established relationships. Likely, receiving a very high-end gift early on creates concerns about a power imbalance in the relationship. If I receive an expensive gift, what do I now owe my partner? So with all of that, 
What kinds of gifts might you give? Well, there are two primary kinds of gifts that can be given: material or experiential gifts. Material gifts are the things that can be kept long-term by the recipient. Think electronics, jewelry, books, just objects. Experiential gifts are those that are lived through, like a concert, an educational experience, or a wine tasting. Studies have found that people are more likely to give a material gift, and people are more likely to want to give a material gift because we want to give our partner something they'll be able to use for a long time, and because it will last longer, they'll get to appreciate it for longer. However, people who receive experiential gifts often have a greater improvement in their perceptions of the relationship than do those who receive material gifts. And this is true even if the experience isn't something that's shared with the partner giving the gift. For example, if a person bought their spouse a spa day for two, and their spouse bought a friend to the spa instead of their partner, it wouldn't change how impactful that gift was on the relationship. You could also consider a shared gift. One study found that people who get someone a gift that they've also received themselves promotes relationship well-being. For example, I bought myself a really excellent travel mug, and it's perfect. It keeps my coffee hot all day. It's easy to clean, and it just is leaps and bounds better than any other travel mug I've ever used. If I got my partner the same travel mug as a gift and let him know that I also have this travel mug and I love it, he'll be more likely to believe that the gift was of better quality and was more thoughtful. Than if I had gotten him something that I didn't also have, he may also perceive that we're more similar, and will subsequently feel closer to me after receiving that gift. This finding is true for both your romantic partner and for someone less close, like an acquaintance. Common wisdom also tells us that we should try and find a gift that will mean something to the other person. If you know that person, then you should be able to give them something that reflects who they are. And this likely contributes to some of the stress that people feel around selecting that perfect gift. Research supports that giving a gift that reflects your knowledge about the recipient is a powerful way to promote feelings of closeness. However, there is a risk that you choose a gift that's actually not something they would like, which would do the opposite. So, something to consider is buying a gift. That reflects something that you like as the gift giver. People who receive a gift that is something that the gift giver loves will feel closer to that person and will feel more satisfied with that relationship. So, if you're struggling to pick a gift for your partner, you now have a few considerations for the gifts you could give this season. Receiving experiential gifts, which don't have to be expensive, by the way. Will have a stronger positive impact on your relationship than receiving material gifts. Buying a gift for your partner that's something you have and love yourself is also an excellent option to promote closeness with them. And finally, if you're struggling to find something that your partner will absolutely love, getting them something that you enjoy is like giving them a piece of yourself. Make sure that when you do this, you give them the narrative about why you got them the gift. And what it means to you. This personal touch is a great way to take an ordinary gift and make it really special. 
Relationship Doctor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our operations and editorial manager is Michelle Margulis. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Follow Relationship Doctor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at relationshipdoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a message at 813-397-8165. Be sure to tell me if it's okay to use your voice on the show. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you are all having a wonderful holiday season, and I'll see you next week. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.